At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Long Shots, VEASAN's premier golf betting podcast. Here's Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. Hello, and welcome to VEASAN's Long Shots. My name is Matt Brown, joined by the one, the only, Kelly Bidlin, as we go back and talk the postmortem of the final match play event. Let's just say... Of the foreseeable future. I think that they will figure out a way to get it back onto the schedule. But at least for the next couple of years, the last match play event just went down over in Austin. We do have a winner and unfortunately is a guy, Kelly, that I have bet more than any human (laughs) being on the face of the planet. And I did not have a ticket on one Sam Burns who goes and gets it done. And and listen, we talked about this leading into this into this tournament, which is why we said, hey, there's an incredible amount of variance in all of this. You can uh, either a guy can go on a heater or or it doesn't even matter if you play below below your what your baseline is. If the other guy plays worse, it doesn't matter. You still advance. Uh, Of course, Sam Burns did go on a heater there and gets it done. And Kelly, this goes to the thing that we say all the time. Win equity, win equity, win equity, win equity, win equity. And yes, Sam Burns is going to miss some cuts for you. But the reason that you and I bet him so often is because the win equity when he is playing at the top of his game is so incredibly high. He is a scorer in this golf game when his game is on. You are going to have to endure some miscuts along the way but he is going to also win tournaments along the way for you as well. Yeah, he was awesome. Um, and look, I think, I, I mean, nothing, there's no better example of that than what that final matchup was, right? Like you're Cameron Young still looking for his first PGA Tour win. Just like Sam Burns, he's crushing. I mean, he is crushing everybody on his path to that that final match, right? And then the better the better golfer rose, rose, above, uh, rose above him. And that was Sam Burns taking that down. Um, yeah, Matt, you, uh, you weren't on him this week. I was not on Burns this week either. Uh, he ended up costing me actually a lot of money because it was, <laughs> I ended up on a Cameron Young outright before it's, before we actually teed off. Uh, so I had a 35 to one on him. I was, uh, as we were doing live bet Saturday on VEASAN, I saw, I had a match, uh, matchup bet with Jason Day over Scotty Scheffler and I'm watching him live go through Jason Day's vertigo stuff. And I'm like, okay. Like, got to get in on Scheffler. There's no live match uh, odds available here in <laughs> Vegas, so I take a live outright on Scheffler. It's seven to one. Yeah. Okay. So he gets out. I go into Sunday, and I'm like, I got a seven to one on Scheffler, thirty five to one on Cameron Young, and 
And folks, this like this is not the place for it, but this is the this what I did this weekend, Matt, was the irresponsible hedging myself to death. Mm-hmm. Right where it's I I went in there and I know I've got Rory up against right. uh, Cameron Young, so I'm going to hedge off on Rory a bit, and then okay. Okay, Scotty Shuffler doesn't get by Sam Bird, so I've got Sam Burns and Cameron Young in the final. Well, I got to make sure I lock in something, right. so I got to get on Burns a bit. And what happens? I end up walking away with it, you know, barely making anything, right? Yeah. And that's, I think it's just it, it's another continuous lesson of of you know you you learn lessons the hard way sometimes in betting. But it was one of those where I was sitting here yesterday, just kind of shaking my head, like, hey man, this is something that it's an experience that I wish I would have d- played this better. I was too eager to lock it, you know, mm-hmm. lock something in and not let a win, you know, a winner escape. Um, but it's a, it's go back to the drawing board and figure out how you're betting and making sure you're doing it right. And it's, you know, it's a weird format, right? That's my only excuse is you yeah. get, you get used to hedging in our regular stroke play events. This, this format is completely different. Yeah. It could set yourself up for a harder, harder and easier hedge situations depending on what you're in right yeah it was uh it was a losing week for me uh we hit us we had a 60 to 1 two weeks ago losing week for me this week um i needed one more of the group winners to get through for me to break even on the week i needed two more to get through for me to have a winning week i was look we were there on a couple of these guys but again it's just you know as we talked about it was the there's just weird ways that these things go down sometimes and your guy can play well. And as long as the other guy plays better, it doesn't really matter, you know? And so I, I I unfortunately didn't come out on the good end of a couple of those. And so be it. I think the one thing I did take away from this tournament outside, like that I really actually will like bring forward with us, even though it is a weird format, Kelly, you know, we were wondering what Will Zalatoris's form was like and whether he was healthy Mm -hmm. or whether he was whatever, man, his, his putting, I like. Listen, we talk about putting all the time on here, and we say that. Listen, we're not ever going to weigh putting too heavily. We're never going to be those guys that are overvaluing that because putters can come and go and all that. But there's a difference between that and a guy that looks like he's got the full on yips whenever he is standing yeah. over a putt, and like he looks uncomfortable standing over every single putt that he hits. And I know you saw the replay, or if you were watching live or whatever where he had about a four-footer and hit it about eight feet past the hole. Like, it looked like he was trying to miss it on purpose. He, he missed it so badly. And there's just, I don't know, man, something going on with him. And, again, like, I, I know I bet him to win that group, and that was, in my, you know, in retrospect, uh, probably a bad bet on, on my part with all of that. But that's really the one thing that I took away from this outside of the thing that we led the show off with, with the reason we beat y'all over the head with, with win equity on these guys all the time it's because what is a guy's ceiling? And that is what we have to ask ourselves whenever we go in to make these bets. What is the ceiling for these guys? We know what Sam Burns' ceiling is because he's a multiple-time winner on tour. Not just a multiple-time winner. He's won a ton in the past two years. Like, this is a guy who has What's won... What's he up to? Six? Yeah, the guy's won a ton of tournaments in the past two years. Like, we know what the win equity is on Scotty Scheffler because it is winning all the time. Like, you know, all this stuff. But there are a lot of these guys where I think that you and I will probably be a little bit more hesitant on as we bet outrights moving forward and just settle into more of these top 40, top 30, top 20, maybe even just head-to-head, you know, matchup bets and things like that with these guys because I don't know if right now their game is on par to to, to actually win these events. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you. And, the, and 
Um, you know, I think it might take some people a while to get there on guys like that, but I, he's just, you know, Zalatoris is completely a guy I'm okay not playing any outrights on yeah. right now. And if he wins, I'm very okay with whatever. Yeah. If I missed out on that, I'm okay with that. I, I'm the same way with Call Morikawa right now. Um, still just don't know if they're, you know, what, what, what is going to be you're like? You're getting good next... numbers on them. That's the thing. It's like, it'd be right, different exactly. if you were getting good numbers on them, but yep. the numbers are still so short and, and I don't think their win equity is equal to that. Yeah, so it would be finishing position markets or nothing for me on those type, those type of guys uh, here going forward until until I see it. It's just mm-hmm. one of those until I see it. I mean, we're talking it. You're talking about win equity, and it's just especially you know there's just questions there with guys like that right now. So, you know, whereas a Sam Burns, right? Like he's playing like crap as of three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then it's like okay, boom, like you talked about, he's right there because he's done this before. And like we know he can I don't want to say flip that switch, but like it's he can look like a different golfer, you know, what you know, very, very quickly when you're talking about a guy that good. And it's yeah, you know, yeah, it feels odd to compare those three to each other, but it, I mean, look, he's the guy who's won the most out yep. of those three, right? When we talk about the past two years. Um, so when you're it's just I as it's, we it's continue to bet. Well, Kelly, one of the things I think we need to like clarify when you say that, because like we're talking golf betting, right? Like yeah. you might, if somebody wants to tell me that Colin Morikawa is a better golfer than Sam Burns, I'm not going to sit here right. and have a, I'm not going to have an argument with you, right? Like, like, like pure, like stroke wide, the way he swings and everything, the way it yeah. looks and you're, all that, whatever. You're, you're definitely right. Like, like you, yeah. you might tell me that Colin Morikawa is a better golfer than Sam Burns. You might tell me even that Will Zalatoris is a better golfer than Sam Burns. Whatever. It's, I'm not going to argue the semantics of that with you, but from a betting aspect, we we care about the dudes that go win, right? And like, like exactly. the missed cuts, I, I, we take the missed cuts with the wins, right? I mean, like that, I don't care. What I don't want you doing is just being a a lurker that just finishes like twelfth every time. Like like twelfth doesn't yep. do me any good, right? Like so so yeah. Just to kind of quantify what you're saying there, it's it's from a golf betting standpoint. Sam Burns is a better go- better golfer for our purposes for what we're trying yes. to do than those other two guys. Yeah, thank you for clarifying, because, yeah, you're right. I think a lot of people would, would scoff at the idea that he is a better golfer than the other two. But, yeah, for what we try to do here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he's, yes. he is more valuable to us mm-hmm. than those other two guys are right now. Yes, like that, no, that's absolutely. At least that. The one, the one guy I want to bring up with mm-hmm. you, the other, other guy I want to bring up with you here is, because I think this transitions nice into the week you got coming up, is Terrell Hatton. Mm-hmm. Right? That was another one that we were all high on. We saw kind of the reports of him hurting himself. Before his first match, he goes out and has a horrible, uh, you know, horrible group. Um, I don't even think he, he didn't even have have uh, tie any matches, right? I think he went over. Um, I, you know, we transitioned to this week. He's the short man on the odds board. I don't know what you're what you're feeling like on him. I haven't seen any more, you know, medical updates or anything like that on him. But man, I don't know how you can go go in and bet him this week, even though I was so e- eager to last week. Right. Yeah. So that's a good transition into the Valero Texas Open. And guys, we have talked a couple of tournaments about how they weren't very deep, that they were just top heavy. This one's not even top heavy. So like this one's not even top heavy or or deep. Um, So just to kind of let you know, obviously, the tournament before the the Masters right now. And so this is a lot of a lot of the guys that have typically in years past have gone in. And they've actually played this event because they are trying to get a little bit of a warm-up. They don't want to take that week off before they head to Augusta. Well, not this time. All those guys have decided they're going to forego this event, and they are going to go ahead and head on to um, 
head over to Augusta and get in that extra time over there. And so, Kelly, here's the thing to me that gets me like really off of a lot of betting, I think, of this tournament at all. So listen, the top of the odds board is Tyrrell Hatton at 12 to 1. Ricky Fowler is 16 to 1. Now, don't get me wrong, Ricky's been playing great. Yeah. But like Ricky Fowler's yeah. 16 to 1. Corey Connors 20 to 1. Siwoo Kim 22. Hideki 22. All this stuff. Like, here's the other thing that bothers me. Tyrrell Hatton, right? Hideki Matsuyama. All these guys have already qualified for for the Masters, right? So right. What is to keep them from, if they have a bad Thursday, what's to keep them from just punting off and just, like, getting out of there, right? Like, like, why are you going to hang around and play the weekend well, if if you have a bad Thursday? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like... Well, especially if bo- both guys are allegedly dealing with injuries, right? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't even know how else... It's, it's always impossible to frame injuries in golf, right? Because we don't get yes. any injury updates officially, so it's... It, but it's what both guys... At least, if, if you want to read into what we saw last week, both yeah. guys are dealing with injuries. Yeah. So, I'm completely with you. I mean, and when it comes to Hatton, at least specifically, because I don't know how much that was Matsuyama, mm-hmm. you know, pulling out of his last one, uh, his last match last last week. I don't know how much of that was, like you're talking about, maybe he was just punting on the week then as well. Hatton's one that I'm a little bit more concerned about actually dealing with, with a real injury here. And it's one... We're, we'll, we'll get we'll get to this, but the like I don't know if there's any outright bets. You might want to get them in now if that you're, that you're eyeing because who knows? Maybe he's a WD even before this thing tees off. You yeah. know what I mean? And he's yeah. sitting there right at the top of the board. Yeah, I mean, like, and, and the other thing here is like you know, look, we run down the odds board. Corey Connors already in the Masters field. Siwoo Kim already in the Masters field. Now the big standout there is Ricky Fowler, who is not. Taylor Montgomery is twenty five to one in this tournament. He is not currently in the field so there are there is motivation here because if you win this event you get into the masters right and so there is that part of it that is out there if we want to try and play a motivational angle on some of this stuff but you know that's really all it is to me like these shorter shot guys are not going to get my money this week kelly because again if they have one bad round it doesn't really behoove them to to stick around and and play the weekend when they could use those extra days to go and, and, and prepare over in Augusta. So like I, I that to me has me kind of off of a Hatton, off of a Connors, a Siwoo, Hideki, any of these guys like that I know are already going to be heading over to Georgia. They go out and shoot 73 day one. They are punting off on on Friday. That's for sure. Cause they're just going to, they're going to pack their stuff and get over to Georgia. So that's at least my early strategy here of kind of picking this apart. It's going to be a very short card for me this week. A couple of different reasons. One, I don't love these type of tournaments anyway. Two, I think, you know, at the end of the day, you and I are going to want to get in early prep on Masters and doing all the different, thing, different yeah. things like that. And so uh, not going to be a deep card for me this week, but I, I can say this. It's certainly not going to get any of my money from any of the shorter shots. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just try, I'm trying to think where the, where the heck I would even be starting uh, you know, consideration at it's, I mean, it's well into the mid twenties, like of guys that I'd yeah. even be considering. I just, I kind of pulled up a model quick before we started recording and uh, pulled up the model from last year and mm-hmm. just ran it and see who, you know, kind of saw who was at the top. Uh, Tyrrell Hatton, Ricky Fowler, one, two, this is just the last 24 round yeah. model. Gary Higo coming in number three. So I don't know. That's kind of, that was kind of an interesting one. Right, uh, spike to me, I, but I, I see, I'm seeing him at like eighty to one. That's one where I might just start. I might start my car to grab a piece of him here tonight. Um, 
But yeah, we'll be digging into this. Obviously, we got the full long shot show tomorrow. We'll be going into this a little bit more deeply. These are, I don't want to put it exactly like you did, where these tournaments leading up to majors, I think there actually can be some value in in. Uh, in them, embedding them because because of all these like outside storylines oh, with some of no, the guys. No, 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 for sure. I'm saying like I'm just not gonna have a very deep card. Like it's just gonna be. Yeah, yeah. I'll have three or four outrights, maybe four or five outrights. I don't like placement markets in tournaments like this because, like I said, I don't. I, I well, especially with like the name guys, right? Like it, the punt yeah. off factor to me is pretty huge. And like, listen, if there's any motivation, like Ricky Fowler is only playing this tournament because he wants to get into the masters. If he is out of contention midway through the round on, on Friday, I don't want to have to beg on beg Ricky Fowler to try to make the cut or make a top 20 or anything like that, because he is going to be dejected. All his friends are going to play the masters. All his buddies are going to be over there and he's not going to be over there. Like it's going to be soul crushing for him. And so I think there's just a lot of things like external factors that kind of come into this, that, that make it make it tough, I think, from just a betting aspect, right? Yep, yep. No, no, no. I'm with you. It's always, it's it's always one that I have less bets on, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I feel I've, I actually feel like I found some success with these type of events before in the past. But it is, but it's 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 exactly what you're saying. It's it's dodging all the potential bullets, right? So yes. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes guess what? Sometimes having shorter cards means you're uh, means you do better because if you hit a winner, you're not losing as much on the other guys. <laughs> so just another thing to remember, guys. Yes, as we head into the Masters, um, Masters is a very short field. So that's if you're looking at the odds and you're going like, hey, what is what's what's up with all this, right? Like, so it's not your yeah. typical it's not your typical field. So it's a short field. Also remember that the odds are going to that are that are also going to dictate uh, the win equity for these guys because as of right now there are one two three four five six there are seven amateurs that have qualified for this already I'm not going to say that their win equity is zero but I will say that their win equity is fairly low Fred Couples is in the field and listen I like Fred Couples. Fred Couples ain't winning the Masters, right? <laughs> like so like if you start to look at these guys that get these automatic qualifications, the field even though it's short to begin with, it's actually even shorter than that because you got a bunch of yeah. amateurs, you got a bunch of olds that are playing as well. Bernhard Longer is in the field, right? I mean like these are guys okay, Sandy Lyle is in the field. You've got these dudes that have basically zero win equity that are in there. Larry Mize is going to be teeing it off. I mean, there is a whole bunch of other guys that we're just not going to have any. So if the field's only 80 players and 15 of them can't win, I mean, we're basically talking about a 65 person field. We're looking at the we're looking basically at the, at the you know, what we just saw this past week. So that's why, you know, these odds aren't going to reflect a normal tournament. I know I've had a couple of people text me already and say, like, hey, why are these odds so short on these guys? And I'm like, well. Cause it's, you gotta build it's basically like a 60 yep. person field. Like, you know, it's basically yep. like a 60 person field. The, uh, the other thing I'm mad at Sam Burns about is even, even while I was watching him dominate, uh, yesterday, it was like, I'm like, all right, well, let me go see if I can find some, you know, really off market, uh, master odds mm-hmm. for him here in town. Nope. Not really. Like, not really. Zero. Um, I don't know about you. I've, I've made a few masters bets so far. Max home a 32 to one, uh, which is up here at, um, I want to say MGM. I bet that at over the weekend, mm-hmm. just in case you're interested. I don't know if he's in your card already. Um, Thirty-two to one on him. Jason Day eighty-five to one. And how about a Brooks Kepka ninety-nine to one? That's that's where I'm at for Masters. Oh yeah, that is one other thing to mention. The the live guys will be 
um, will be in the field. So any of the live guys that have quali- that are that are qualified to be in the Masters will be in there. So to name a few of those, Abraham Answer will be in the field. Bryson DeChambeau will be in the field. Sergio Garcia, Taylor Gooch will be in the field as well. If you scroll down and uh, go a little bit further, of course, Dustin Johnson will be there. And Jason Kokrak, because he had some wins on tour, like he actually automatically qualified. So he is in there as well. You go down some of the Neiman, Joaquin Neiman. You've got Phil Mickelson, of course, who's going to be teeing it up and a couple of other, you know, the, the big names, Patrick Reed, of course, is, uh, you know, guy that's had a bunch of success. So he is going to be out there as well. So there's going to and Cam Smith, I should mention, of course, he's the he's the biggest of big names, I think, in this one, whenever we talk about like the actual guys that are coming over from live uh, like cam smith is really the one that jumps off the page to me just because i do think that that is a dude who had a, he all those other guys were basically on the decline you know so like basically all those guys were on the decline and they knew that and that's why they went over to live because they knew they weren't going to be able to compete on tour anymore that wasn't the case for for cam smith i can't only imagine how many zeros were attached to the check that he got to go over and, and play and live and so he, he's the one guy that I might at least have a minimal amount of interest in, but that's about it from those live guys because I, don't, I, don't, I think all their win equity is basically none. Yeah, I think it's – yeah, I, I mean, for specifically for the Masters, yes, it's probably yeah. just him. But, yeah, I mean, like when we're talking about guys that I, I think are legitimate competitors in, in any golf field – it's it's him. I obviously I miss the most, but Joaquin Neiman would be a, is a close second. I mean, geez, that guy. I made a lot of money off him the past couple of years. That was not, and then, and then like Abe Answer, right? Like right, those were two guys we were looking forward to seeing their careers kind of continue to develop on the PGA Tour. It's like, I just wonder what their motivation has been to like stay at the top of their game now that you have the guaranteed money, right? Like it's just it's you can't, yeah. It's just I, one I, of those I, things, it, you know. It's impossible not to question that. Yeah, like you like. In, in which I'm sorry, that's probably going to lead me to not betting many of these guys at yeah. all in any majors. And if whatever, if I lose, I lose. Right. Yeah, if, I'm yeah, with yeah, right. You, if you're we lose, always we lose. It kind of just is kind of just is what it is with all of that. Guys, as always, everything we do with this podcast, absolutely free. So if you don't mind, go ahead, hit that little five star button right down below. If you want to leave a couple of kind words in there, it does help us climb up those charts and do. Uh, it does help people find this podcast a little bit easier, so do appreciate any and all of the support with that. If you want to follow Kelly over on the Twitter machine, it's at Kelly Bidlin. You want to follow me at Matt Brown M two, and of course, over on Veasan.com, you will get Wes's full write up of not only this event but all of the other events that he will be betting this weekend as well. So be sure and take advantage of that. We'll have the full show back here tomorrow. Probably not a super extended edition. I imagine we're not going to have massive cards here for the Valero, but uh, we'll have a couple of thoughts, and of course, we will have a mega, mega podcast there for the Masters, so be sure and get ready for all of that. For Kelly, I'm Matt. Talk to you guys tomorrow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, 
Oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.